ओम श्री साई राम वेलकम टू द फिफ्टी सिक्स एपिसोड ऑफ प्रशांति संदेश वी हैव बीन टॉकिंग अबाउट द सेल्फ और कॉन्शियसनेस और आत्मा फॉर द लास्ट कपल ऑफ वीक्स वेल द क्वेश्चन एराइजेस why should we have the knowledge of the self at all or atma gnana or awareness why three advantages are there one to be desireless atma gnana knowledge of the self is absolutely necessary the second advantage is we are in bondage our bandha this bondage is responsible for all suffering for all the grief for all the misery for all the sadness so to come out of this bondage knowledge of the self is necessary and third benefit is this though we want to act in a certain way we are not able to act or behave in the way we want why much against our preferences much against our choices we still act in a different way quite contradictory at times why we want to be good but sometimes we are not able to act as to be good enough we act in a different style right in opposite direction why this is all because of impressions or vasanas of the past life impressions of the past life vasanas which are there and they are responsible for our behavior for our thoughts for our talk vasanas the past life impressions reflect project in the present life so as to weaken the vasanas weaken them make them less and less and least effective knowledge of the self is necessary to sum to sum up to be desireless to be free from bondage and to make our vasanas least effective knowledge of the self is absolutely necessary so what is to be done now what, what am i to do now if we just inquire why i am suffering why i am grief stricken the reason is simple that i forgot my own reality our identity that is the divinity i forgotten 
my true identity then question arises then what is happening instead of realizing that i am divine that i am the self supreme atma but i think i am the body i am the mind and i am the intellect deha manas and buddhi because of this false identification or false identity i am thrown into this misery i am grief stricken totally lost all the happiness in life because of this false identification this is very this much is very clear who is gnani who is the man of wisdom the man of wisdom is one who knows that he is divine who knows his a self who lives in constant integrated awareness as baba puts it c i a constant integrated awareness who knows that is atma the supreme and the man of wisdom delinks is atma from the rest and he understand that is consciousness our atma is supreme the controller and observes the body mind intellect separate from that whereas a man of ignorance agnani man of ignorance he identifies atma with the body mind and intellect he thinks the body is consciousness and he thinks the mind is atma or the self and he identifies this self with the intellect dehatma and buddhyatma like that he reduces the level of atma to the level of body mind and intellect he is agnani he is ignorant and now the question arises how to control how to check these senses the senses are dominating our life we run after the senses it is so difficult to control them it is a tough job some people say uh, control your senses yes it may be easy to say but very difficult in reality in our practical life and if i try to control one sense after another when once one sense is under control that which is already controlled will become free set free now for example i control my tongue the sense of taste good after some time when i try to control my drishti or vision or my looks the tongue again dominates meaning if you have control over one sense and tries to control over the other that which is already controlled we is set free meaning it is not possible to control 
all senses. One is under control, the other is set free. That what is happening. Therefore, my friends, those who observe rigorous austerity or discipline, they completely lose control after a period of time. That's what we find uh, in society today. So, how to control these senses? The senses of action, karmendriya, and the senses of cognition, jnanendriya. How to control them? Well, it is quite uh, simple. An example is given here. Nobody can stop a running train. A train in motion cannot be stopped by hundreds of people. Impossible. The train is speeding ahead. It's running fast. Nobody can stop it. Impossible. Why? Because the train is in motion, in movement. And all compartments also run fast behind the engine which is in the front. The engine drags all the compartments. They just follow helplessly. You cannot stop the wheels of the compartments. You cannot stop the wheels of the engine either. So how to stop the running train? You cannot stop any compartment, any single compartment. You cannot stop the movement of the wheels. Impossible. Then what is to be done? If brake is applied there by the driver in the engine, the whole train will come to a total halt. The train comes to a halt. If only brake is applied in the engine by the driver, but not otherwise. When once the brake is applied, all compartments come to a standstill. Engine stops, compartments stop. Similarly, when once the self is known, the Atma is known, when once we are established in our consciousness, all the engines, senses of action, the senses of cognition can be brought under total check or control. Take these senses as compartments, ten compartments. Engine as Atma. When once the engine Atma stops, all the compartments stop automatically. Therefore, the knowledge of the self will help us to bring under control or check all these senses. And definitely not by controlling one sense after another sense. Impossible. We lose our sense altogether that way. And there is another example given. In factories, you find wheels movement. 
wheels rotating, wheels revolving. Yes. How can you stop them? Can you stop any wheel? Impossible. But there is a belt over these wheels. A belt. If the belt is removed, the movement of the wheels stop immediately. So, remove the belt to stop the movement of the wheels. Likewise, the belt is knowledge of the self, Atma Jnana. The wheels are indriyas, are senses of action and cognition. Therefore, my friends, the knowledge of the self is absolutely necessary to have control over our senses. Well, the senses always run after desires. The senses want to fulfill our endless desires. Desires are endless. Senses are ready to fulfill these desires. Therefore, it is so difficult to control our desires. That's why durasadam, very difficult what it is said. Therefore, the desire has to be uprooted totally, not one by one. Let me satisfy the desire. Okay, it will not stop. It leads to another desire. Well, let me satisfy that desire. No, it leads to another desire. Chain of desires. Unless the desires are totally uprooted, it is impossible to control them or to stop them. Anga sastrena drudena chitva. In other words, with an axe, with a powerful axe, having a sharp edge, that desire has to be uprooted, but not otherwise. Therefore, it is clearly said, have a control over your senses. Control over senses. Niyamya, control. And, and that is possible by knowledge of the self. Eva buddheya param buddhva. The knowledge of the self will only bring our senses under control. Here is given one example. We are holding to our senses. We are following our senses. That's why we are so sad, miserable. Because the senses are after desire. Therefore, we are holding on to the desire and to the senses. Now, what is to be done? Instead of that, let us hold on to the self. Awareness, the Atma. One example. I am holding on to this branch of a tree. When I want to catch hold of another branch, what should I do? I should release this hold of this branch and hold on to the another branch 
tightly release this branch and hold on to another branch so if you want to catch other branch you should hold on to that branch firmly tightly and gradually release the another branch to which you are held till now release it you cannot release it unless you hold on to the other one tightly now hold on to that branch tightly the branch of the knowledge of the self atmajnana release this branch attachment to the senses the desire that is possible what a wonderful example that bhagwan has given when we just analyze study critically we will understand senses are subtle while the body is gross body is inert when compared to the body the senses are subtle and the mind is subtler than the senses on close observation we will know that intellect is subtler than the mind and finally we will understand the self or atma or awareness is subtlest therefore in the in this order body is the grass senses are subtle mind is subtler intellect is more subtle subtler than the mind and finally the atma the self is subtlest it can be put this way this atma is the witness the self is witness it witnesses what all the rest the intellect the mind the senses and the body they are all drishya they are all the scenes that's all while the seer is this atma or the self the self or atma is the druk or the seer the witness to all the rest the body senses mind and intellect they are all they are all seen while the seer is atma the druk or the self itself that is the analysis that bhagwan gives us wants us to make understand clearly then we also understand another point the desire traps our mind senses and intellect intellect senses the mind they are all trapped by the desire the desire starts in the mind and then the senses are ready to act upon that the intellect is trapped by the desire all the three are trapped by this desire what a pitiable situation it is we become mean having been trapped by the desire we are ready to commit any sin 
we lose all the knowledge that we acquired we lose all the experiential knowledge knowledge is gnana experiential knowledge is vijnana both are lost with the result that desire leads to our downfall mind senses intellect they are all trapped by the desire the knowledge and the experience experiential knowledge jnana vijnana are totally gone now what is our conclusion desire is our enemy enemies in the outer world may be friends later a friend today may be an enemy tomorrow an enemy today may become a friend tomorrow but this enemy of desire remains once for all it follows us till the end of our life so it is an eternal enemy nitya vairi a continuous enemy that follows us for lifetime well two examples are given one example is that of fire yes put some oil into the fire or ghee well the fire burns brilliantly more and more the fire will never say enough 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 no that's why fire is called anala anala nala means enough anala will never say enough it has no satisfaction tripti it will never say enough so it is called anala agni is anala it will never say enough come on put any tins of oil they are all consumed by the fire and the second example is given la uh, of uh, ocean all rivers merge into ocean krishna yes the it merges kaveri it merges narmada all rivers ultimately merge into ocean the ocean will never say enough no welcome to all rivers they are all absorbed merged into ocean and ocean will never say enough no i am happy with these rivers yes enough it will never say it welcomes all rivers like the fire welcoming any number of tins of oil desire is nitya vairi it is a continuous enemy to all of us it covers all the knowledge of the self therefore we should come up with a constructive reorganization of life life has to be reorganized 
free from the desire and we should also aim to be each one of us a master of circumstances and lord of our own emotions let's not be a lord superior over others no let me be the lord of my own emotions this is possible by a constructive reorganization of my life therefore we have got to understand what kind of an enemy we have the enemy is our desire what a fall what a ruin that we are put to because of this desire we'll come to know and more of this in coming talks at one time the whole state of andhra pradesh was put to disturbances because of political agitation all buses trains are cancelled for a long period of a month and bhagwan baba engaged all the devotees here who are stuck up here who are held up here because of political disturbances how did he engage them he gave talks continuously and preceding bhagwan's talk we had bairagi shastri a renowned scholar talk also after bairagi shastri's talk bhagwan gave his series of discourses and we have got geeta vahini and we have got series of talks here and these are the collection from those talks and we have got to be benefited by these talks we have to think of those talks time and and again geeta vahini and those talks given by bhagwan for over a period of month well that gives us lot of information about the knowledge of the self awareness its advantages as against the desire the senses which will lead to ultimate downfall or total ruin we'll discuss these things in course of time for the last couple of weeks we have been talking about this awareness of the self or atma and now we will understand the reasons behind our ruin our downfall to what level that our desire will take us to a bottomless pit of fathomless depth by and by thank you for your time sai ram